International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to our continuation of Series 19. This one looking at the players of the 2023 Asian Cup due to be played in January 2024. This episode is looking at the players of Hong Kong. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 19 on the players of the 2023 Asian Cup, played in 2024. This episode covers Hong Kong's players. And we're doing this media cast in two parts. Part one is looking at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. Uh, we think we went into too much detail in previous player media casts we've done, so we're aiming for a uh, lighter, more listener-friendly kind of narrative version this time. Uh, part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad is selected. We think that will be in late December or early January. And then at that time, we'll go back over the list that we create here and see who made it and who didn't. And we'll also cover uh, some other things, which I'll talk about at the end of this uh, part one. Uh, we have made a separate video on what we'll be covering over the next nine months. YouTube watchers can see, that, uh, can see the link to that on the screen. And it can also be found in the show notes for both watchers and for listeners. In short, we're focused on the Asian and African Cups, uh, both of these taking place in early 2024. And we've also started coverage on World Cup 2026 qualifying. So this episode has uh, three sections. Section one, where we uh, give and discuss some general information on the team. And section two, where we look at the main candidates in each position and their likelihood of making the squad. And section three, where we give any closing thoughts and preview part two in more detail. All right, let's begin then. And um, we will start with some general information and uh, observations on the squad. So we have two points here. Uh, the first is that most positions are, for Hong Kong are undecided uh, right now. There have been some changes over the last year, with some players who seemed kind of firmly embedded in their position now being challenged for it, uh, leaving some of them on the bench in recent games. Uh, we're not sure what to make of this. The manager could be trying out players for backup to the position. Um, or to give them some experience in it, uh, or else these could represent changes uh, to the starting lineup uh, that we'll see in the uh, Asian Cup. Uh, the other point is that uh, there's not that much experience on the squad. Uh, the starting keeper has 87 caps, and uh, the 40-year-old midfielder Huang Yang has 71 caps, and now uh, he seems actually to have dropped down to being a sub. But beyond those two, uh, there are three players that have around 40 caps, and uh, most of them have 20 or less. So um, not a lot of experience there. Okay, uh, next we look at retirements, big retirements. But actually, uh, there's none of note for Hong Kong. They had a spat of veterans retiring in 2017 and 18, um, but apart from that, no kind of uh, long-term players other than the, uh, well, the ones uh, we mentioned, the two we mentioned who have a lot of caps are still going. Uh, let's talk a bit about Hong Kong's players' club affiliations. So all of them play in Hong Kong, except for a few uh, who play with uh, Chinese clubs, and then one who plays outside of the country will mention him soon. So the main domestic clubs here are um, uh, Kitchi, uh, Eastern AA, which means Athletic Association, and Liman. Uh, so um, those players are the most, or those clubs are the most represented uh, among the players. 
Outside of the country, as mentioned, there are uh, four players playing with Chinese clubs and one player playing uh, with a smaller German club, Ingolstadt. He's actually on the Ingolstadt 2 team. And uh, in terms of big-name clubs, uh, not really... Uh, for uh, not really for these players. Probably uh, Dalian Pro in China is probably the biggest name uh, among them. So uh, there we go, and let's take a look at their recent games. Then uh, they had. So we're going to cover here uh, over the last two years because that's what we look at when we look at the uh, the uh, participation of players uh, when we get there. <clears throat> So we'll cover kind of what games they've played. Uh, we don't really care about the scores here. Uh, we actually care more about the lineups. But anyway, I'll mention the teams they've played. So they had a friendly in January 2022, and that was against Malaysia. Um, they uh, then had Asian Cup qualifiers in June of 2022. That was three games. Uh, and those games were against Afghanistan, Cambodia, and India, and uh, finishing in the top two is what got them here uh, to the Asian Cup. Um, in July of that year, there was the East Asian Cup, so that's the local, uh, kind of the local uh, group that uh, Hong Kong is in, and uh, they were... Um, they didn't actually reach that through qualifying. They were kind of appointed uh, to the cup. The three teams that were always there and the three teams they played were Japan, South Korea, and China. Uh, and it's just a four-team uh, kind of round-robin tournament there. Uh, so that was in July. I think I didn't uh, put that in the graphics. July of 2022. And then uh, their last set of games in... Um, 2022 were in September, so two games in September, and both of them were against Myanmar. So they didn't play any friendlies in uh, October or uh, November. The next set of friendlies were the following year in March. So they had two games in March. That was Singapore and Malaysia. Two games in June of 2023. That was Vietnam and Thailand. And then two games in September of 2023. Uh, two friendlies against Cambodia and Brunei. And finally, in uh, October of 2023, they were in the preliminary round of World Cup 2026 qualifiers. So we actually did, uh, we started our World Cup qualifying coverage with those preliminary games. Uh, kind of doing a, a podcast on each of the games. That was kind of uh, a good opportunity to look at some of the weaker teams in the region. Um, so that was two games in October 2022, uh, 23, sorry, October 2023. Both of them were against Bhutan, and uh, they won. They won that set as expected to reach the uh, uh, round two, which is a, a group stage. So they'll be beginning uh, those games in November, which we'll talk about right away here. So uh, we're more interested here actually in the formations that they used in these games. And very steadily, uh, Hong Kong used a 4-3-3 formation. And I'll just talk about the, uh, the midfield uh, there. Uh, generally, it was uh, just three straight across the midfield, especially in recent times. But sometimes that three... Uh, was more of a 1-2 formation, so with a more defensive midfielder and um, and uh, two kind of, uh, I, I want to say attacking midfielders, but it's also played by central midfielders uh, as well. Anyway, a 4-3-3, and sometimes the front line can be divided the same way with kind of one player playing a bit more forward and the two on the outside playing uh, a little bit back, but uh, generally a 4-3-3. And actually we saw um, um, some variations of that uh, in, oh no, uh, yeah, some variations of that in the East Asian Cup. So that was the only time they didn't use kind of a 4-3-3 formation. Uh, in the Asian Cup, it was a 4-3-1-2. 
So kind of a definite uh, attacking midfielder and two forwards. And then a 4-3-2-1. And then a 4-1-4-1, which is, uh, which is completely different from the 4-3-3. Uh, but only once. Otherwise, in all of the other games I've mentioned, it's a 4-3-3 with that minor variation of... Um, sometimes the midfield breaking into two parts okay enough on that so usual formations a 4-3-3 and recent formations a 4-3-3 okay let's uh finish this section one with um upcoming games so they have a uh, round two then of world cup 2026 qualifiers uh those are two games in november uh, and the first one is a, a, a tough game. It's uh, Iran facing Iran away, which is interesting because they meet Iran in the uh, group stage of the upcoming Asian Cup too. And then they play Turkmenistan at home. So uh, we think they'll definitely be putting out their starting lineup or their best players uh, for this. And that will give us a good hint of uh, what we're going to see in the Asian Cup. Uh, in terms of kind of pre-tournament friendlies, uh, they probably will schedule them, I'm guessing, but there are no friendlies set uh, as of this time. And by the way, this time is uh, late October uh, when we're recording this podcast, so um, uh, no friendlies um, set yet. Okay, on we go to section two and a look at Hong Kong's players. So we begin with the uh, manager. We usually uh, look at the previous manager going out, but we're not going to do that in this case because uh, uh, this manager has been there for a while. So uh, it's Jorn Anderson is the manager. He has no experience at the tournament level. Uh, he was a player. He was a Norwegian player and on the national team from 1985 to 90, and he got 27 caps and five goals there. In terms of his management experience, uh, he's been with the Hong Kong uh, national team since 2021, so uh, a couple of years under his belt there. Prior to that, and quite interestingly, he was the manager of North Korea, just the second, uh, the second foreign manager uh, they had, uh, uh, there he was with them from 2016 to 18 and then the only other uh, kind of um, manager uh, experience he has with, is with Mainz in Germany from 2010 to 2011 so there's five years kind of not accounted for so I'm guessing he was kind of assistant manager or something like that during that period so uh, anyway he does have some experience uh, with national teams. That must have been an interesting experience in North Korea. Okay, uh, let's begin then with the players by looking at goalkeepers. And I'll just run through the names first. And I'll just point out that if their name is in uh, black lettering, that means they've been through a tournament. Oh, I shouldn't actually need to say this because none of these players have been through a tournament. So all of them uh, are going to be in grey laddering there, just like the manager. Um, okay, our definite candidate is Hung Fei Yap. Uh, he's a definite. And then we have two likely candidates in Se Ka Wing and uh, Paolo Cesar, uh, the two likely candidates. And then I'm going to put this name on the list uh, just because he's... Um, uh, kind of uh, possible but unlikely but he has been around uh, during the past two years i'll tell you why i'm putting it on the list soon but let's go back to the top with uh, hung fei yap so um he's been with the team since 2010 and is one of the veterans i talked about i said i think i said 87 caps in the intro here i have 88 uh, and he's 33 years old, so not uh, that old as far as a goalkeeper goes. Over the past two years, Hung Fei Yap uh, started seven of their 17 games and uh, subbed in for one and was on the bench for uh, six. So the only games that he missed were the, those uh, EAFF Cup, East Asian Cup games. Um, where he wasn't uh, the starting keeper. Uh, otherwise, he seems to be the starting keeper. And... Um, 
he he kind of held the position more consistently for a long time, but recently seems to be sharing uh, the position more uh, with the uh, likely candidates here. So we move on to Tse Kaowing, and he's just been with the team since 2023, uh, and he has three caps. Um, and he got his first appearance actually way back in November 2017. I mean first appearance by, uh, he was on the bench in November 2017. And then he was off the team and returned after more than five-year absence um, in March of 2023. And uh, started three of their remaining uh, eight games and was on the bench for the five others. So upon coming back, he was... Uh, he was um, uh, kind of uh, seems to be firmly a part of the team now. Uh, well, all of these players play in Hong Kong, so I'll only mention it if there's something uh, unusual. In his case, he was with the uh, uh, a youth club in England. He was with Barry um, Youth Club in England. And uh, he seems to, uh, again, have come in out of the cold to make a bid as a second-string keeper here. But uh, challenging him for second-string will be uh, our other likely candidate, Paulo Cesar. So Paulo Cesar um, was born in Brazil, but has played for uh, teams in Hong Kong since um, 2013. Uh, and he did play for teams in Portugal and in Brazil as well when he was younger. Uh, he got his first cap in June of 2022, and he started four of their remaining 17 games and was on the bench for 11 others. And uh, the only two that he, he was not selected for was because of injury. So Paulo Cesar, um, a likely candidate. And then because we have no possible uh, 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 ca candidates at the possible level, it looks like those will definitely be the three stood for the cup. The other name I put there, Chan Kan Ho, oh sorry, Chan Ka Ho, um, has two caps, uh, and uh, he was selected for the EFA, uh, the East Asian Cup in July of 2022, uh, but it looks like he was only selected for that one, and uh, didn't even start all three games, actually. Uh, Paolo Cesar started uh, the other one. So he looks like he's not really part of the manager's plans for the team. So let's um, conclude then with our little narrative or summarize with the narrative. Uh, Yap does seem to be the main keeper still, but uh, has been sharing the role with Cesar, Paolo Cesar, in 2022. But from March 2023, it is uh, Tse Kao Wing who seems to be the uh, second string keeper. So um, that is the situation there. Let's move on to uh, defenders, and we will we will start with central defenders. So we saw the the four three three formation, uh, always two central defenders there. And uh, we have no definite candidates here. They tend to kind of mix and match a lot, which I'll talk about when we get to the narrative. But we have three likely candidates, and the first one is Vaz Nunes, and the second one is Helio, and the third one is Andy Russell. And then we have uh, four possible candidates in uh, Lung Nong Hang, uh, and then Yu Wei Lim, and Lee Ngai Ho, and uh, uh, Oliver Gerbig. And we have a couple of candidates who seem to be off the squad. Let me see if it's worth mentioning. I'll just kind of say their names here. Feng Hing Hua uh, last appeared for the national team in September 2022. And uh, Sean uh, Tse, Sean Tse, uh, last appeared for the team also in September 2022. What I think happened to him is that he, he might have quit the team because he moved back to England uh, uh, to play for a small team in England. So he hasn't appeared for the national team since doing that in September 2022. Okay, let's go back and look at the candidates a little bit. So the likely candidate, uh, the first of three, is Vaz Nunes. So he has been with the team since 2022 and has six caps. 
for the team. He got his first cap in July of 2022 and went on to start six of their remaining 13 games. And then he was on the bench for two, injured for two, and not selected for three others. So uh, despite his um, kind of foreign-sounding name, Vas Nunes was born in Hong Kong. And uh, yes, well, we'll uh, talk about him more. Um, he's uh, sorry, I, I, I have a little summary of him here. He starts about uh, half the game since his first one in 2022. Uh, uh, and that's it. He starts about half the game. So let's move on to our second candidate, Helio. Helio is a Brazilian born uh, player. Uh, he is 30, 37 years old. And um, he has been with the team since 2016 with 23 caps and even a goal. So he returned actually after a 15-month absence in September of 2022, uh, probably to replace Andy Russell there. And um, he started eight of their remaining 10 games to October uh, to uh, until now. Uh, and he subbed in for one and was on the bench for one. So uh, I think the only reason I put him as a uh, likely rather than definite candidate was because of his age, uh, 37 years old. But I'm just going to move him uh, up on the list uh, ahead of uh, um, Nunes because he seems uh, more likely there. Okay, and our third likely candidate uh, was uh, Andy Russell, uh, or is Andy Russell. And... Um, Sorry, he's not the one that went to England. That's Sean Say. Um, anyway, Andy Russell has been with the national team since uh, 2016 with 22 caps. He's also quite old, uh, 36 years old, and he was born in England. Um, and he returned after an almost four-year absence in September of 2023. Uh, so just recently and started one of their four remaining games and he was subbed in for one and on the bench for two others. So uh, off the team for four years and then making a late comeback, perhaps uh, hoping to get involved in the uh, Asian Cup is Andy Russell. So um, he is uh, fairly old, as I said. Uh, perhaps they're calling him back for his experience there. Uh, but his recent participation uh, and his longer history with the team makes him a likely candidate, in our opinion. Okay, let's move on to uh, Lung Nong Hak. Lung Nong Hang, uh, sorry. Lung Nong Hang has been with the team since 2015 and has just 12 caps in that time. He's one of the ones who plays in China, actually. He's with the uh, Zhejiang Professional in China. And uh, he returned himself after a three-year absence in March of 2023 and started four of the remaining eight games. Uh, and he subbed in for two. However, uh, we had to move him down a notch because he wasn't selected for the last two matches. Those are the two um, World Cup qualifying preliminary round matches there, uh, Lung Nok Han. So, um, not being selected for the last two, uh, uh, we think, is a bit of a concern. Okay, Yu Wei Lam is the next possible candidate. He's been with the team since 2021 and has seven caps. And uh, he started uh, three games uh, over the past two years. And, but that was three of the first four, so early in 2022. Uh, besides that, he subbed in for two and was on the bench for two, but not selected for uh, six matches, um, nine matches actually, but he was injured for three of them. Uh, but that includes the last four matches. So um, uh, it looks like kind of Andy Russell uh, took over where he left off. So Yu Wei Lim, uh, we have him as a possible candidate. Um, he actually started as a right winger, uh, one time, but he's been used less and less, and again, not selected for the last four. Uh, third of four possible candidates is Lee uh, Nagai Hoi, and he also returned after a three-year absence in March of 2023 and started two of their remaining eight games and was on the bench for two and not selected for four of those matches. So he returned uh, after an absence, but got 
uh, only two stars. However, one of them was in the last match. Uh, so that recent participation uh, kind of improves his chances a little bit, we think. And finally, uh, brand new to the team is Oliver Gerbig. He doesn't have any caps, uh, but he got his first appearance on the bench in October of this year. Uh, so just a few weeks ago there. And didn't start either of the games, but was on the bench for both of them. So uh, perhaps making a late entrance, Oliver Gerbig. Okay, and uh, that is the candidates. We think they'll bring uh, five or six of these players to the cup. So... Um, uh, there were two players uh, uh, who were kind of holding down the position. Uh, their names were Fung and Tse. Uh, two players, that's Sean uh, Tse and, uh, yeah, the two players who I said were off the field. Fung Hinghua and Sean Tse. And they were holding down the position uh, from the beginning of 2022 up until they abruptly uh, stopped playing for the team in September 22. Uh, they weren't uh, playing all the games, but they were prominent in the first half of that year. And since that time, it's become a rotation of the players below. We saw some of them kind of came into the team uh, after an absence, and some of them left the team uh, for the last few games. So uh, we can't be really sure what uh, who, who the candidate's going to be. Uh, a rotation. Uh, Helio and Vaz Nunes uh, played more than the other ones, though. Uh, and generally, recently, it's been Helio and a different player for the last four games. So four different players uh, partnering with Helio over the last four games. So uh, Helio seems the most likely here. Uh, okay, and that is it for central defenders, and we move on to, oh, I should, uh, I should move those to the right place here on the graphic. We're going to move on to left backs, and um, we have no definite or likely candidates for the left back position, but we have four possible candidates. So the first uh, possible candidate is Chan Shinichi. Uh, Chan Shinichi. And the next one is Lung Kwan Chong. Lung Kwan Chung. Uh, third one is Wong Tzu Ho. And the fourth one is a Brazilian uh, name Fernando. So let's uh, take a bit of a closer look at these characters. So Tan Shinichi has been with the team since 2019, and he has eight caps and one goal. He's just 21 years old. And um, despite that, he returned uh, after more than two-year absence in September of 2023 and started three of their four remaining games to uh, up until now. Started three and was subbed in for one. And uh, Chan, uh, Chan Shinichi kind of making a late bid. He seems to have turned professional at 15 years of age. And he got his first senior cap at 17 years of age. So um, a young player kind of already quite experienced uh, for his age. Chan Shinichi, a portable candidate. Next is Lung Kwan Chung. And he's been with the team since 2015, but only 11 caps. He started six of their 17 games over the past two years. He was subbed in for two and on the bench for five uh, and, and um, not selected for four matches, two of those due to injury, but two of them the last two matches. So again, uh, that makes him, uh, that puts a question mark on him in terms of uh, whether he'll be selected for the cut. Um, so he seemed a definite uh, candidate until uh, he got an injury uh, in September and then was not called up in uh, October. So perhaps his not being called up for the last two games uh, was was uh, kind of still recovering from the injury, uh, but we don't know. The November games will be uh, may shed some light and kind of firm up the squad here. Uh, third candidate, Wong Tzu Ho. Uh, has been with the team since 2015 with 14 caps. And he, uh, over the past two years, started seven of their 17 games. And he subbed in for free, three 
and was on the bench for one and not selected for seven matches. So, um, um, yes, he was off the team uh, for the September and the first game in October, but then he came back for the last match and was subbed in. Uh, however, there's a bit of an injury question mark on him that we'll update in part two of the podcast. It doesn't seem to be a long-term injury and maybe explains why he wasn't there uh, for the last match. Finally, we have Fernando. Uh, Fernando is Brazilian-born, uh, but has played in Hong Kong enough to make him a naturalized citizen. In terms of the national team, though, he's uh, been on only since 2022, with seven caps and one goal, and uh, he is 37 years old. Um, so he got his first cap in June 2022, Fernando, and he started four of their remaining 17 games over the past two years. He subbed in for three, and then not selected for 10 matches, three of those due to coronavirus. Uh, being out with coronavirus. So um, he wasn't used uh, much when he came in in 22, but he has started the last four matches. Um, his age is a bit of a doubt. And I'll just add one detail here before I do the summary. And that is that he and uh, one other player, who is it? Oh, Chan Shinichi, uh, oddly, both uh, popped up as left forwards. Uh, one time each, um, uh, which I found kind of curious. So uh, left defenders for the most part, but uh, sometimes take a crack at being a forward. So let's uh, summarize with a little narrative here. Um, Wong, Wong Tzu Ho had a firm grip on the position in early 2022. And uh, Lung Kuan Chung, uh, played there in the EAFF Cup, the East Asian Cup. However, from then, from that time in July 22, it's been a, a rotation with no pattern, uh, no discernible pattern, uh, except that Fernando has been in the position uh, recently. Okay, uh, that is the left back. It's a bit more simple on the right side, though, because we have one definite candidate in uh, UAE. Tsunam, a definite candidate, UA Tsunam, and uh, a possible, oh sorry, a likely candidate in uh, Sui Wang Kit. Sui Wang Kit. So let's look at these two candidates. UA Tsunam has been with the team since 2018 and has 14 caps. And um, even though he's just 25 years old, he was off the team for three years. Uh, but returned in June 22 and started 11 of their 17 games since that time, as well as subbing in for one and being on the bench for two. So uh, just three matches he wasn't selected for, one of them due to coronavirus. So we consider him a definite candidate. Um, in terms of being a starter, uh, there was a period in the middle of the last two years where he didn't start, but uh, he did so at the beginning of this period and at the end. So uh, we're looking at UA uh, Tsunam as a starter. The other candidate is likely, it's Sui Wangkit, and he's been with the team since 2017 and has 21 caps, and he started five of their games uh, over the past two years, subbed in for three and on the bench for four, um, but he was out with the coronavirus for three, and he is a more legitimate injury concern because uh, with him, uh, it's an unknown return date. So we'll have to update that uh, in part two of the media cast. So given that, um, uh, 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 so uh, given that he starts about a third of the games, um, and he's uh, called up. Uh, very often we think he's a likely candidate, Sui Wang Kit. And sorry, I kind of jumped uh, the gun there by starting on the narrative. So let's uh, summarize the position with the narrative. It's primarily uh, Yue Tsu Nam with uh, Sui Wang Kit in the position about a third of the time. However, recently it's just uh, Yue Tsu Nam. Um, and uh, 
there was a central defender, Yu Wei Lim, uh, that was used in 2022. Uh, so uh, he maybe could come across and play the position and act as the backup, uh, especially if Tri uh, Van Kit is injured. Okay, we move on to the midfielders. And again, not a lot of distinction here between defensive and central midfielders. In fact, uh, the, that time where they used a 4-1-4-1 formation, uh, I think it was... Um, I think it was a central midfielder who actually played in the stopper role there. So, uh, anyway, we have a lot of candidates, so we will divide them into the two parts here and begin with players coded as uh, defensive midfielders. And we start with the captain of the team and uh, the veteran I mentioned at the beginning, uh, Huang Yang. However, uh, we only have him as a likely candidate uh, he's been on the team since 2012 with 71 caps. Uh, he's 40 years old, though. And um, he started 11 of their 17 games over the past two years and was on the bench for one, uh, but not selected for five others, including the last two matches. So, uh, you know, we think they'll bring him to the cup, but um, I wonder if he... Uh, uh, is the starter. We'll talk about that in the narrative. Anyway, Huang Yang, a, uh, I mean, almost certain to be brought to the cup, whether he's a starter is really the question, because they would like his experience on the bench, at least, I'm sure. Okay, and then we have a couple of candidates at the uh, possible but unlikely level, so I'll just name them. The first one is Lam Hin Ting. Um, uh, Basically, his name just popped up, but I haven't uh, I haven't seen him actually even on the bench for a game. He also has disciplinary issues, so might be in trouble. Uh, the next one is uh, Ngan Chuk Pan. Um, so he actually subbed in for two games uh, in early 2023, but has been off the team for the last six matches. So. Uh, he, you know, he, he, sorry, I copied the wrong thing in there. Um, uh, Ngan Chukpan uh, may turn up, but we don't think it's uh, really likely. So uh, just uh, Huang Yang as a uh, likely candidate as a central defender. Let's move on to the central midfielders. And we have a definite candidate in Wu Chung Min. Wu Wu Chun Min. Uh, oh, I'll introduce the candidates first. And we have a likely candidate, but I think he's really definite, in Tan Chun Lok. Uh, okay, so not a lot of candidates in the midfield, but uh, uh, I actually um, will explain that shortly. Let's look at the candidates, though. Wu Chun Min. Wu Chun Ming uh, has been on the team since 2017 and has 15 caps. Uh, he returned after a more than four-and-a-half-year absence in June 2022 to start uh, four of their remaining 16 games. And he uh, also subbed in for 10 and was on the bench for two. So he was called up for all 17 matches. And uh, he is actually the one who played as a stopper um, in the uh, 4141 formation. So uh, he's a kind of a central uh, central midfielder uh, here, which doesn't make a lot of sense now, but might soon. Because they have three midfielders, right? So uh, he's the one in the middle. Okay, Tan Chun Lok um, has been with the team since 2015 with 39 caps and three goals. And uh, uh, he also played for uh, youth clubs in England, so Northampton and Peterborough youth clubs. And um, I don't think he was born there, though. He was not. Uh, he also returned after a two-and-a-half-year absence. So um, something must have happened uh, when the new manager came in that he, he made a big overhaul and now is returning to some of the players who were on the team before. Returned after a two-and-a-half-year absence in July 2022 to start eight of the remaining 13 games and subbed in for one and was injured for two, and just two matches that he was actually not selected for. So Tan Chun Lok 
uh, a likely candidate. And now we can kind of do a summary for uh, both positions, defensive and, and central midfielders. So as mentioned, it's usually three in the midfield, whether that's a straight line or kind of a one-two formation. And it was consistently Huang Yang uh, until the last three games, although Tan Chong Lok was uh, increasingly playing a bigger role at first as uh, kind of a right midfielder. Uh, but over the last while, uh, three games, he's taken over as the uh, central, central midfielder or the center midfielder of those three, uh, replacing Huang, it seems, at least for the last three games. Uh, and uh, just a note on um, the definite candidate, Wu Chun Ming, you uh, might notice I didn't mention him during the summary. Uh, that's because uh, he is really not a starter. He only started four of their games. But we considered him a definite candidate because he has been called up for all 17 of them. So usually uh, coming in as a substitute. Uh, but yes, just to clarify these... Uh, uh, we consider him a definite candidate to make the team, and that's what we're talking about here. Uh, and the fact that he's a definite candidate doesn't uh, necessarily mean uh, he's a starter. Uh, okay, and uh, I had a, actually a graphics problem. I had put the graphics in the wrong place for uh, defensive and central midfielders, so I had to pause uh, the video and fix that. And... Um, I play a little game while I'm editing these things. I try to uh, hide my, I try to hide my cuts. So uh, if you, if you want uh, a bit of uh, fun, you can go back and see if you can find my cut. Sometimes I hide it well, and sometimes I don't. Uh, okay, left midfielders. Let's move on. We only have, uh, well, we actually have no players coded as left or right midfielders. Um, uh, but it is a 4-3-3 formation, so there is almost always a left and right midfielder. Uh, and it is played by players uh, out of position. So we've actually moved one of the attacking midfielders uh, in here. And we've moved uh, actually two attacking midfielders and one central midfielder because they tend to occupy the right and left midfield positions. So talking about out of position players, but we do have a definite candidate in attacking midfielder Wong Wei. Uh, and he's the only candidate actually as a left midfielder, um, even though uh, some players step into other players step into the position here and there. But he started four of their 17 games uh, over the past two years and was out with coronavirus for one and on the bench for one other. So uh, always called up. Uh, a definite candidate. Wong Wei has been with the team since 2013 and has 42 caps and uh, three goals. So he's a staple on the team. And um, I'll just do the right midfielders and then summarize because it's kind of the same summary for both. For right midfielders, we have two definite candidates. So the first one is Zhu Yingxi, uh, Zhu Yingxi, and the other one is uh, Chan Xiu Quan. But he has uh, Philip in his name sometimes, so uh, probably like my kids, uh, mixed, uh, mixed Asian and uh, Western. Uh, Chang Xiu Quan. Um, okay, let's go back and look at those two players then. So Zhu Yingji has started eight of their 17 games over the past two years and was subbed in for six and on the bench for two. So just one match that he wasn't selected for. Zhu Yingji has been with the team since 2010 and has 45 caps and three goals. So he's one of about three players with uh, more than 40 caps here. Um, the other one is uh, Chang uh, Xiu Quan. And um, he, uh, despite his uh, Philip uh, being in his name, uh, was born in Hong Kong. As a youth, he actually uh, joined the Grêmio Youth Club in Brazil, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but all of his professional career has been uh, with teams in Hong Kong. And um, he's been with the team since 2015 with 16 caps and four goals. So he's a bit of a scorer. Um, 
there, and he started six of their 17 games over the past two years. Uh, he subbed in for seven, was on the bench for one, and not selected for three matches, and those were the three matches of the East Asian Cup, although Hong Kong did send most of their uh, starting squad to that cup. Um, so uh, both of these are definite candidates. They often appear uh, as right midfielders, but do appear uh, in other positions, especially Chang Xiu uh, Kong kind of uh, roves around the field a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, and both of them only start uh, uh, about half the games there, as we saw. So let's talk about uh, this. Uh, position of left midfielders and right midfielders. So, as mentioned, there are no players coded in this, uh, coded as left and right midfielders, but it is a 4 3 C system. Uh, so, uh, the players that we mentioned uh, pop up quite consistently. Um, it, uh, as left and right midfielders, as we see in the in the one-two when they split into a one-two formation. Um, uh, those attacking mid, those players coded as attacking midfielders might have more responsibility for creating offense. Okay, let's go to players uh, coded as left wingers. And this position actually includes left wingers, left attacking midfielders, or because they use a 4 3 3 formation, they're often left forwards as well. So think in terms of the uh, upper left quadrant of the field here. And uh, we begin with candidate Ming Him Sung, who is a definite candidate. Uh, except for an injury doubt, which we'll talk about soon. And then we have uh, He Yin Chang as a portable candidate. So, uh, Min Hing Thumb, uh, uh, that should be Sun Ming Him, I think. Um, family name goes first in uh, Asia. Uh, Sun Min Him um, has started 13 of their 17 games over the past two years and was subbed in for four and uh, injured for the last match. My math is wrong there uh, because that adds up to 18 games. Nevertheless, uh, um, consistently called up is Sun Ming Him. However, uh, he has an injury with an unknown return date. Uh, so we'll have to update that in November, but that would be a big loss for them since he's a regular starter. He's uh, played as center forward a couple of times too, Sun Min Min. Ming Him. And finally, we have a, a possible candidate, He Yin Chang. So he got his first appearance on the bench in June of 2023. Didn't start any games, but was subbed in for three and on the bench for one of those. So if he uh, comes, he probably comes as a substitute. So let's summarize the position. It's quite consistently Sun Ming Him. Uh, playing as a left attacking midfielder or as a left forward. But as I mentioned a couple of times, the left backs, Fernando and Shinichi, have uh, come up to play uh, to play as left forwards. Uh, so uh, they have a bit of backup in the central or the left, left defenders there. Okay, let's go to the right wing. And we have a definite candidate in Lo Tzu Chun. Lo Tzu Chun. And we have two uh, likely candidates in Everton Carmago and Awal Mahama. And then we have two uh, possible but unlikely candidates, so I'll deal with them here. Uh, Wong Ho Chun, who also has a Western name uh, involved, Anson. Uh, Wong Ho Chun, he was selected in March but hasn't been selected since. So uh, he's pretty doubtful there, but we'll put his name on the list. And then we have uh, Cheng Xiu Quan. Uh, Chen Xiu Quan. We won't put his name on the list because he last appeared in September uh, 2022. So let's deal with our three main candidates here, beginning with Lo Tzu Chung. And uh, he has been with the team since 2019 and has 23 caps and one goal, which is... Uh, um, yeah, uh, sorry, he's 26 years old. He started 12 of their 17 games over the past uh, two years, was subbed in for three, and then on the bench for two others. Uh, however, uh, even though he almost always started 
for most of this period. He's become more as a, a, of a substitute recently. So uh, perhaps uh, not guaranteed to be a starter uh, as he seemed to be uh, for the Cup. But nevertheless, we definitely think he'll be called up. He played as a central attacking midfielder uh, once as well. The next candidate is Everton Carmago. And he is uh, also Brazilian-born. He got his first cap in September of 2023 and started three of their remaining four games. Uh, and he got three goals as well in those three games. So perhaps the, the scorer that uh, Hong Kong is looking for. Um, he, uh, he's been in Hong Kong since... Uh, 2016, anyway, uh, he was with the Juventude Youth Club in Brazil. Juventude, a pretty big uh, uh, club. Uh, that was in 2007. Okay, Everton Carmago, then, a likely candidate. Uh, also likely, but more as a substitute, is Awal Mahama. Uh, Awal Mahama got his first cap in March of 2023, and he started just one game there. Uh, one of their remaining eight games, but he did sub in for five and was on the bench for two. So because he's been consistently called up uh, since March, we consider him a likely candidate. And he is born in Cameroon, uh, actually, um, but he was with a youth club in France, Auxerre, there, and so he's a naturalized citizen to uh, Hong Kong. So uh, been with them since... Uh, uh, 2023 and has uh, six caps, five of them as a substitute. Okay, and then we talked about the possible but unlikely candidates, so let us summarize this position. And uh, as I kind of said, it, it was very much uh, Lord Tzu Chun uh, until September 2023. Uh, Camargo has played uh, right winger uh, more, has started the position more uh, recently, with the law coming in as a substitute now. So um, maybe that's what it will be going into the cup. Okay, let's move on to the forwards. And uh, we begin with attacking midfielders here. So we have actually just, uh, well, one on the list here, but we saw that we moved two of them to um, uh, the right and left midfielders. So that was Chan Xu Quan on the uh, as a right midfielder, and then uh, Wong Wei as a left midfielder. They're also coded as um, attacking midfielders. So, uh, and they do play uh, there too. So next is uh, Yu Joy Jin, but also has a Western name involved, uh, Jesse. So sometimes he's called Jesse Yu, but uh, Yu Joy Jin. Uh, has been with the team since 2022, got his first appearance in June of that year, and didn't start any games, uh, any of their remaining games, uh, but was on the bench, uh, was subbed in for two and on the bench for seven. Uh, and that includes the last match as well. So he did spend a few of those games with the under-23 team as well. So there were actually just two matches that he, he was not selected for. Uh, he was also out with coronavirus. So uh, Yu Joy Jin, uh, a possible candidate, um, uh, but would be a bench player if he if he does come. That's it for attacking midfielders, uh, other than the ones we mentioned as left and right midfielders. Let's move on to, uh, there are no secondary strikers, players coded as secondary strikers. So we move on to forwards, and we have a definite candidate in uh, Matt Orr, and then two likely candidates in uh, Michael uh, Udabaluzor, Michael Udabaluzor, and uh, Poon Pui Hin, uh, also a likely candidate. And then we have uh, another possible but unlikely candidate here. Um, I'll put his name on the list because he did appear in 2023. Uh, that was Lao uh, Kakui, but just one appearance on the bench in March 2023 and not called up after that. So barely deserves to be on our list uh, given that participation, but he's there anyway. 
going back to the uh, definite candidate, Matt Orr, uh, he's been with the team since 2021 and has 16 caps and two goals. And he also plays in China. Uh, he started 12 of their 17 games over the past uh, two years, subbed in for one, injured for one, and not selected for three others. So Matt Orr, uh, one of their main goal scorers. Okay, excuse me, I had to turn off and cough. Uh, okay, next we have Michael Udabaluzor. And uh, he was born in Hong Kong, but he is the son of a Nigerian player who played in Hong Kong. So um, uh, Michael was born there. Uh, so Nigerian roots, and he, he's the one who plays in Germany for Ingolstadt. Uh, he has played actually for their A and their B team, but he's just 19 years old. So is working his way uh, into the team. Uh, and he's played for a couple of youth clubs in Germany including Ingolstadt, but he actually started with the uh, Kitschi Youth Club in Hong Kong. Um, he got his first cap just recently in September 2023, and he started all three of their remaining games, um, replacing Matt Orr uh, there. Uh, okay, and uh, finally we have Poon Pui Hin. So uh, he is a likely candidate. He also has been with the team since 2023. He has four caps and two goals. Uh, he's 23 years old. He got his first cap in March of 2023. And he started just one of the remaining eight games there, but he was subbed in for three and on the bench for four others. So uh, we consider him a likely candidate, Hun Pui Hin. Okay, and let's... Uh, uh, summarize the position. So it was consistently uh, Matt Orr until recently, uh, but now Uda Beluzor seems to be challenging uh, for the position uh, starting the last three. So we're talking about the position of center forward here. Uh, there are three forwards positions, so it is possible for them to use uh, more than one of them. Uh, but we have looked at the uh, right and left midfielders and seeing that they're, they're pretty uh, uh, pretty um, entrenched in their positions too. So uh, really it's uh, just been the center forward position for these players. Okay, and that brings us to the end. I'm looking forward to the uh, November games. I suppose this moves into closing thoughts. I'm looking forward to the November games uh, because some of these positions are still in... in flux it seems and uh my other closing thought is uh, having gone through this it became more clear to me that something seemed to happen um over the past uh maybe about two or three years ago uh that which is maybe why uh they the the players are a bit inexperienced don't have a lot of caps under their belt is what I mean. So it almost seems as if the team was overhauled or something a few years ago. Uh, and then some of these players are making a comeback because we had a lot of players coming in after a two, three or four year absence uh, coming back into the team. And they don't have a lot of caps because they haven't played over the past two or three years, but uh, seem to have a lot of caps in the past. So I'm uh, not really sure uh, what's uh, behind that, but um, I won't reiterate the uh, thoughts we had early on, other than to say it seems like a lot of the positions are in flux. So um, in part two, we, it'll be interesting to see who showed up in November and who shows up on the preliminary and final squad. Okay, let's just finish with a preview of part two. So we're going to go through the squad that we built here, the list that we built, and uh, point out any notable non-selections. So that would be definite or likely players that uh, don't actually make the squad. Uh, and surprise inclusions, that would be uh, possible but unlikely, or players we haven't even mentioned suddenly coming into the squad. And that would include uh, any new players. There's always a couple of players who uh, are performing well with the clubs uh, shortly before the Cup and so are brought into the Cup. 
So we're expecting to see a few of those. And uh, finally, we'll get an update on injuries, but uh, we already have a couple uh, on our radar. And uh, let me see, those are uh, right back uh, Su Wang Kit and uh, left wing uh, Sun Ming Him. Uh, both still have injury flags on them. Uh, in late October here, but uh, we'll have to update that in, in part two. All right, and we will see you again in part two uh, in late December or early January. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We'd like to thank the Burr Abacham and Pixabay for the wonderful music you hear in this media cast. The title is called Arabic Trap. <laughs>